And we are recording. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Generates Not Your Moms podcast. My name is Yusuf Chaz Chronic. I'm Legina. And welcome, everybody, to episode two of our podcast. So, Legina, I just want to start off by um, saying a little bit of something about how it's very important of the importance of never quitting, never giving up. Because uh, for the listeners out there, this is technically episode 12. We've recorded, uh, I think, like something like 10 episodes before that we've never released. And uh, we did this back during COVID times in the summer, spring and summer. And then we started working and got sidetracked. Uh, and around December, Legina was reaching out to me and being like, hey, let's restart this thing. Come on, we got to talk and everything. And I finally got my ass up and you know what, together we, we decided to relaunch this thing and keep it going. So, um, which I'm very happy that we did. So I just want to say that it's really important to never give up on, on the stuff that you like to do. And, um, because that's how cool things and great things are accomplished. If you ask me. So on that note, cheers to that. Cheers. Never quitting and doing the shit that you want to do. Yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, to add on to that just a little bit, I feel like last year was just chaos in general, you know, <laughs> and so we were like mentally, physically tired of like what was happening and everything. So we did get sidetracked a little bit, but overall, I mean, we're here now and yeah, yeah. we have shit to talk about. <laughs> We do, we do. And on that note, how are you doing? Legina? I'm good. Like the weather is so beautiful right now. And I love this weather where, you know, where you can like still wear long sleeves, but you can wear shorts at the same time. Like that's my favorite yeah. weather. I'm like so excited. And I think summer in New York is going to be craziness like this. I'm kind of scared of this summer. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine yeah. the people like that were cooped up in their houses all year last year and now with the vaccines. So in New York, everyone can get vaccines now. It's open to the public. And I did get oh. mine the second dose recently, which made me super sick. Well, not super, but I was a little sick. And because <laughs> I always thought like, yeah, right. Like after the first dose, I wasn't sick at all. So when I was like getting the second one, I was like, everyone that says they were sick, they're like pussies. What's happening? Like, <laughs> why are people getting sick they're so weak and then I was like dying at night but um yeah no I'm scared of New York yeah. City of how it's gonna be yeah. can you imagine that shit oh, oh man I'm I, I don't know I mean I think it's gonna be like spring break on crack oh my god seriously like you know what I mean <laughs> like uh, like if, if you can you put a bunch of people like what you said like you know in a place where they're interacting with other people, they uh, they've got the vaccine. Oh, Man, God. people are not here, and they're they're all you know supercharged and horny and ready to go, you know. And um, add alcohol and whatever, good weather. Mm. Forget about it. Man. People are just gonna be like so cr crazy. Like people summer in New York is already crazy, except for last year. Like imagine this year. I cannot imagine this year. I'm scared. But anyways, excited too. Like, oh my God, imagine the stories we're going to have. 
I know. So, yeah, how are you doing? How's Washington? Uh, It's good. It's it's cool, you know. Yeah, it's cool. As far as the vaccine, I still haven't uh, gotten it, but I've heard, like what you said, now it's like pretty much available everywhere. You can, I've heard you can go to CVS, you can go to uh, Giant, which is like a food store around here. You can go there Mm. and and get it there, uh, which is, uh, I haven't gotten to it yet, but um, I, I will definitely do this, I think, this week, you know, and just get that out of the way. Uh, that being said, you know, uh, everything else is good. You know, I'm uh, for the listeners out there. I'm in two bands right now, Cranium Drain and Black Diamond. Shout out Ooh. to my bandmates. And uh, we actually have a show next week. Uh, we have a show just going to be uh, in a backyard somewhere in Virginia, you know, because I live in Virginia technically. You know, it's D.C., but it's 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 not because it's Virginia, but it's like a suburb of D.C., right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be in a backyard, nothing big, just um, there's going to be another band there and a bunch of music fans, metal fans uh, who know each other. So it's not like a big party or anything. It's not an official show. But it's more of like a uh, hangout with uh, musicians, and we're going to play some, and the other band's going to play mm-hmm. some, and we're just going to hang out, and probably uh, they'll be drinking involved and possibly also barbecuing i don't know we'll Ooh, see that's so, so cool oh so i didn't know yeah. so it's gonna be like a whole music like right all people that like kind of semi know each other or they're from bands or they do music that's so fun so it's yeah. like a warm-up for the summer it's like you warm up there and then you like go to a real yeah. bars and perform like and do real shows later yeah, in a way, yeah. And also it's going to be like a, like a networking thing as well. I mean, like, you know, like we're going to go there to meet uh, the other band mm-hmm. and, and we're also going to go and uh, just talk to, you know, it's like a friend of the drummer, of, of our drummer, okay, you know. Cool. Uh, shout out to Fabio. Hi, Fabio. Uh, <laughs> I met him once. Right. I know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was oh, crazy. That was back in, yeah. what was that, August? Uh, I, yeah, either, was it August or something? Yeah, it was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah yeah but it was we had a crazy night out and uh he actually wants to be on the show so maybe once oh of we course get this, definitely yeah. i bet i've yeah. i i feel like i have so much stuff to talk about with him because i saw that he was like slightly nerdy geeky like me like watching all like rick and morty like things like that like we were like oh my god yes <laughs> like so fun don't, yeah don't get started don't get started he <laughs> talk about shows nonstop. oh my god i'm like kind of like that i'm like that to my friend that i bartend with and she like doesn't well she watches a lot of shows but i'm like so excited to tell her about things all the time liz i watched this yesterday and she's like okay yeah and then i can't explain it well when i'm like so excited about it i'm just like there's this character he's so funny and then this girl <laughs> she's like okay cool yeah yeah no he's uh-huh. all about that and um, he is actually I think he mentioned that he wants to do well himself he's like hey he wants to do a show where he just reviews uh shows and talks about movies just oh uh, that geek out on so fun yeah yeah geek out on movies and, and shows and things like mm-hmm. that so um but yeah he's doing well um that band so Fabio for those who don't know uh the drummer in my band <laughs> he's in two of my bands. we we're right, in the right. same band if events and uh one of them is recording a full-length album uh we've been doing that for a while you know and it's a little hard you know because of covid and schedules and all of this stuff um 
we've uh but we're making progress and i hope that this album's done by the summer once bands can play in uh venues which they're already starting to right now but like a lot of the touring bands and everything like that they're not touring they're oh, not yeah. doing that it's just local stuff so but once it starts man i assume it's going to be a crazy time and, and and not just like for us but for the people who come out to watch oh, God, bands yeah. and like I don't know about you, but I, one of my favorite things is going to see bands and like hanging out at shows and and meeting other yeah, people yeah. who are into the same as you. And and man, like uh, just even the thought of that is just like yeah, like you know, hmm, sorry, yeah. We, we just you know, you, I don't, re I didn't realize how much I took that for granted. Yeah, know? and I think a lot of people have noticed that like COVID has changed things so much that like um, yeah, you don't realize how much how cool it is to just be able to go to a place and not think about it and hang oh out. my god seriously i would just even like to go to a bar and sit at the bar by myself like and not feel weird i mean it wouldn't feel yeah. well no it's weird right now like you cannot do that but oh my god yeah i miss that so much i honestly like i do want to go to more shows and stuff i don't think i had a chance really since i moved to new york but i feel like this like starting this even broadway shows and stuff like i barely have been and and like it disappeared so i was really sad like it was like not that i went every week but like now i can't even you know do that at, at like at all so yeah i yeah. can't wait until that all comes back and yeah no <laughs> speaking of shows no because like you fabio like fabio reminds me that we were like talking about shows like crazy and you just told me that he watched one of the documentaries I watched too. And the, which the one? QAnon one? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah. yeah, we'll get into that because I actually today wanted to introduce two crazy documentaries that I like watched all through the night. I slept at 6 a.m. because of a Woody Allen one. And so this like documentary is called Pharaoh vs. Allen. And so Woody, like to people who, like before I didn't really know, like I knew Woody Allen made movies because I was in Korea. So like, I liked, I really love his movie, um, Midnight in Paris. And Me too. that was like about it for, from what I knew. I knew a few other movies, but like, that was about it. What I knew about Woody Allen. And then I found out that he married an adopted Korean girl but this girl was adopted by Mia Farrow, who is Woody Allen's ex-girlfriend. And so he cheated on his ex-girlfriend, Mia Farrow, with this girl, Sun Yi. And now they are married and have kids. And that was all I knew about Woody Allen. I was like, ew, that's ew. It's <laughs> like, what? And then I didn't know any details. I was just like, that's crazy. Like, he married his daughter. Ew. And that's about all I knew. And then this documentary, I watched it and it goes into really detail of, you know, even his movies and his movies are all narrated, even like uh, one of his most famous movies, Manhattan. That's about him having like a girlfriend that's 17 years old. So I feel like all his movies had underlined all like, you know, what was happening in his brain a little bit. And, but we were just so like mesmerized by how good the movies were or how well he captured New York in those movies. And he's such like, so loved in New York. Celebrities love him, like want to be in his movies and stuff. So, and like this 
whole like documentary for me was like yeah well definitely ill about the whole like marrying the like the daughter but it wasn't really his oh, daughter sure. yeah it wasn't really his daughter but it was like a whole complicated story because Mia Farrow had a lot of kids this lady and she's she ado- yeah. she had her own kids but then she adopted a bunch of kids too so she had like eight kids always and that's when Woody Allen came into the picture and they dated for 12 years and he she was in like 10 of his movies so they were like the power couple of Hollywood for a while yeah, yeah. and yeah she says like she um he he never wanted a kid in the beginning he was always like no 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 and he wouldn't even come over to the house to meet the kids like despite her having such a huge family like he would li- he lived like a bachelor the whole whole time so I understood a little bit more. I was kind of like, okay, I guess I get like more where he, he's such a like New York guy, <laughs> like to the core. Yeah. Cause that's what like guy, yeah. like I know so many guys, like I know like a guy that's like wealthy in his fifties and he still lives that bachelor life where he has like boy trips to Las Vegas on the weekends. And then, you know, all of that. I want to live that life. <laughs> I mean, like in a non right. Way. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, um, no, no. Um, when I heard that uh, Woody Allen um, dated, married his uh, the, the girl that he helped to raise, because yeah. they were living together in a house. Right. So apparently they didn't, they never lived together, but he was there almost every day. Like, so people were saying like, he was such a great father also. Like they didn't think he would be, he didn't think he would be. That's why he always said no to kids. But then at the end, he ended up adopting three of the children with her. Yeah. So he was pretty much the father figure in the house. One of them being this Korean girl. No, no. That girl was like just Mia Farrow separate. Like, okay. yeah, she she adopted her um, with her like ex-husband. Also, okay, by the way, did you? Okay, so this was like so interesting to me because that was the extent of what I knew was just like he married the daughter. Yeah, that was about it. Like, did you know anything yeah. more than that about like the things that were happening with Woody Allen? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I went down the rabbit hole like one right. day or whatever found out that he had like married this girl he helped to raise and then i also found out that like mia farrow's daughter another mm-hmm. one was like also talking about these claims that he you know same thing was i don't know like molesting her or something that happened right. so uh, that's and at the same time mm-hmm. i also was reading both sides like not both sides but like people saying that mia farrow like um you know, maybe to, she was pissed off mm-hmm. at the fact that, like, the first thing happened with the, um, that, what's her Su- name? Suni, Suni. Yeah, because I'm going to call her, I want to call her the Korean girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, but then, yeah. so Suni, so Suni, she was pissed off about, this is what they were saying, it's pissed off about that, so she wants, but she's pissed off that he hadn't been you know, like exed from like uh, Hollywood and how people didn't meet to his ass. Right. And so she, she came, was like, okay, fine. We'll check this out. He also molested this other uh, daughter of mine. And um, so 
I, I, I was like, all right, well, yeah, that might be true. But at the same time, other people are saying, well, no, because Mia Farrow, A, was still in his movies and everything. Mm. So she also had a part in it because she wanted to be in his movie. So she didn't speak up at first. I don't know. I don't know if any of this is true. Mm. But the only other thing I know is that there's another daughter who also, uh, they like, you know, uh, accuse him right. of, of uh, molesting her. Um, and, um, and yeah, yeah. Know, that, that's where so I know. So this documentary goes deep into that part. So it was more about this girl. So, but I do think that this documentary was very, very focused on Mia Farrow's side of the story. So, but, um, so it was like Mia Farrow in the interviews and the daughter that was molested in the interviews. And they were saying that okay. he was like abnormally close with the girl since she was a baby. Like he wouldn't leave her side like there you know how it's always two sides to each story so i did go down the rabbit hole after this documentary and saw like both sides and what like woody allen was saying about it and all of that but it's like a weird weird case because they were being like oh he was so creepy since she was a baby he would never leave and she was an adopted baby it wasn't his baby so she was an adopted child and he would never leave her side and he would be like oh she's gonna grow up and be in my movies like he was like creepy like that uh on what's his name Woody Allen's side they were being they were saying like it was his first time growing attached to a child which he never thought he ever would be and he was like anxious and he would always you know those like dads that are like oh like you know like this is the first time she's leaving me like when she goes to school and stuff and he would like kind of lurk and see like how she's doing like that was Woody Allen's side that he was a good father whatever and then but either way it was just like so creepy and it's true like with all these allegations going on he he still received like all the awards and his movies kept coming out like yeah i i I, me personally like i don't know how how the hell has all this me too shit jumped over on i'm you know what i mean like harvey weinstein and all that stuff yeah absolutely uh that that shit sucks but it's like I've also been just really like just flabbergasted if that's the right term uh, as to why this guy is still around. No, like, well, actually, you know I, mean? I think the, they took the movies off the shelves, so it's not on any like streaming. You cannot find Woody Allen's movies anywhere, but they all across the globe, people still love him and they're not familiar to this case like that. You know, like told you, like in Korea, I didn't know at all. So like in Korea, his films are very popular. So I think they like everywhere else like you know um the movies are distributed but in america it's not at the moment i think so he was very upset that like he got cleared two times through trial and everything and still yeah why are my movies being hated you know i i heard he was like upset about that yeah 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 that that that, you know i must say i do like one woody allen movie (laughs) like you know i never was a big fan and never i mean except for one and that's because he has creepy ass looking guy isn't he <laughs> he's a creepy ass looking guy and you know what i actually when i used to work in this fine dining restaurant mm. in soho um i was a barista he came to the restaurant and was sitting at a table and soon he <laughs> was was there well i don't know if it was her but uh, like it was an eight lady next to him and uh well the waiters were like dude woody allen's here and he's got his asian wife oh wow and she's a uh, next to him right now like yeah and so then i got a ticket for a uh i think it was a chamomile tea or some shit 
And then I brought it to the table and I was, I, I served it to him. And then next to him was an Asian woman. And then, um, I was like, ah, you creepy bastard. <laughs> like you, your tea, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Man. That's, that's fucking creepy. But the movie that I'm, I really like is Midnight in Paris. Yeah, me too. It's like my favorite, favorite. Yeah. Why? Because A, I think it's an awesome story, but also it's got Owen Wilson. I'm a big yes. Owen Wilson mm-hmm. fan. It's just such a cool story, but fuck that. Guy. I know. Fuck now that. I don't even know if I can watch that movie again. And I loved it because the casting was so good. And I loved Fitzgerald yes. was uh, Loki. What's the actor's name? <laughs> um, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. And, yeah. He was so good. Like everyone, Zelda yeah. Fitzgerald was good. Um, everyone. Everyone in the movie was like perfectly cast. Dolly. Everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody was perfectly cast. It's in Paris. It's fucking awesome. It's so a great upset. story. I'm, I'm so great. upset. <laughs> yeah, it's like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, because, but you know what? I get it because um, uh, I actually um, stopped watching, stopped listening to Michael Jackson entirely after seeing that documentary oh that God. came out yeah. um, two years ago or a year ago. That was, yeah. I watched the first, the first hour or the first uh, version uh, episode of it or whatever. Dude, this is the guy, Michael Jackson, that when I was 11, uh, the guy who I fell in love with music and wanted to and really got that vibe of music in my system because of Michael Jackson. Like, I idolize this guy. You know, I would try to, like, uh, dance like him, even though I, I suck and I still <laughs> suck at dancing. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he really was that first guy who I, I worshipped. Uh, I didn't worship him, but, like, I had his tape and i was like listening to that every day the album is dangerous and um i was just so like enamored by just everything he did because you know what he is a talented performer and singer and his songs are banging yeah no for real Um, but um and then after that i got into hip-hop and after that i got into like rock you know, uh, but I, I cannot listen to Michael Jackson. Is it, isn't it so upsetting that like artists or, you know, artists that we love. I mean, I bet a lot of artists we love are fucking assholes and like do crazy shit and are not people that we should look up to at all. But like, no. it really yeah. sucks. It really sucks. Like Woody Allen is like that. Like, OK, like whether or not I think there was like um, a controversy where like is it true that she actually got um, molested by him, the other daughter? So that was when she was like a baby, like six or five or something. So, you know, her memory would be blurry too. And like people were saying Mia Farrow out of anger of him, you know, uh, cheating on her with her daughter, like for made her, made the daughter like accuse him or controlled yes. her into doing that. Like there's so yes, that's what I yeah, heard. and I don't like watching that documentary. It felt like when I was watching that Michael Jackson documentary because when I was watching the Michael Jackson documentary, these boys that became men were like crying and they looked pain. Like you know, it was the trauma. You can see the trauma when they're talking, and either they're like crazy good actors, or like why would a normal person having a normal life, like you know, not a celebrity person, just like go on a documentary and like cry his brains out. And like, I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. And as far as like uh, Michael Jackson is concerned, I think those guys are telling the truth. I mean, 
I, uh, I, why the fuck would you get on TV and talk about this shit? Number two, um, it was known for a very long time that Michael Jackson would hang out with kids and like this grown ass man, grown ass man hanging out with children and like playing, you know, like being in the hotel and having the mom or dads or whoever, like in another room. Yeah. And, and uh, dude, I, I, no, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? No. And, and it's like, uh, you don't have to tell me anymore. I, I've taken what I've I've taken the facts that have been presented, and uh, I make my own assumption. And uh, and that assumption is that he is a pedophile yeah. and uh, a fucking creep. Now, um, yes, he's dead, so he can't defend himself. But still, well, also dude, like imagine. crazy after that, wasn't there? Like, sorry, like when he was holding the baby outside the balcony or some shit, like. Yeah. He's, he's just a crazy, yeah. crazy overall guy, man. But uh, but anyways, Legina. So uh, okay. So uh, you you mentioned two documentaries. Yeah. You mentioned the Woody Allen, but also you mentioned the uh, QAnon. Right. Uh, and this like this, which I've heard about a lot as well. So. <laughs> right. Like these two things. It's some like we keep hearing about these things, little like snippets of it, and we're just like, don't take it really that seriously. It's like, oh, that happened. Okay, that's it. And then I watched like these two documentaries and they were all docu-series. So it's like five episodes, six episodes. And it, like, bro, like we live in a movie. Like we, like, mo- I don't know. I think this world is more sick than like, <laughs> no, movies come based on the real world, right? Like even things like yeah. Saw and like, you know, gruesome shit. And it's based, it came from someone's mind. That's like human beings, I feel like. And it's just like fascinates me and and terrifies me at the same time because like even this like the Woody Allen thing, yes, like you know, how can someone be so loved, so talented, and then so disgusting and do these things? Same with um the Q and on is also it actually the documentary is called Q into the Storm, and it's a six-part docuseries looking into QAnon itself. So for people that don't know. It's such like a weird complex thing. So it's like a conspiracy theory. But so it started in like 2017 and it claims that Donald Trump is leading a hidden war against Satanist pedophiles in Hollywood and the Democratic Party. So that's how this QAnon thing started. So it was started by this anonymous person called Q and he's called Q because supposedly he has a Q level clearance in high, the upper, um, what is it? Government. He's like a top level government person that has Q level clearance and he's anonymous. So that's why he's QAnon. And he started posting these random cryptic messages on this message board website called HN which is like a whole other story in itself, like that message board. And so he started posting these things. So people since 2017 followed him and became Q believers. So whenever he drops these information bombs on that website, people start like researching and like taking it all, like, you know, like, like deciphering that message into like, oh, this means like, oh, the Satanist pedophile ring is, in this pizza shop or whatever it is, you know, that he like they find out things like information from what like this stuff he drops. And he became such a big like he has such a huge following, like like a fucking cult 
Like, and that's what led to them going into the capital and doing that because they believe truly. And I like, I can't even blame these people. They got so crazy into that, like thinking that Q is such a high person with intelligence and with the right information that they only believe that, like, that's all they believe. And they don't believe the news and they're like, yeah, it became just a big thing. And it just scared me how something so small on the internet can become something so big. And now it's like a page in history, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and just to, uh, to reference or to mention my uh, drummer, Fabio again. <laughs> so he watched that documentary and he said, the guy that they found, I didn't watch the documentary for people watching, okay. but I've heard about it. And uh, you're the second person who's told me about it, Legina. Now, uh, he said that they found a guy who could be the Q, the guy. And he's like some half Asian dude, <laughs> you know, and he's like hanging out in Japan or something. Yeah. Right? And then uh, he's like half white, half Asian, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and Fabio said that he kind of looks like you, like me, <laughs> Yusuf. You know? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he's got, he wears hat trucker hats he, he wears, has like, glasses he has glasses yeah and he had like a beard yeah. at one point like like a mustache what, like, no what the hell that. i was laughing i was like you know what that's so true <laughs> no but that guy is weird so okay this QAnon uh documentary goes like not only into the followers and like you know trump supporters and stuff it it was mainly about he was the guy that ran the board that Q posted on. So this guy Q, the anonymous anonymous guy, posted on this website called HN. And this HN yeah. is a website board, like place where people post. It's kind of like, um, what is that? Like Reddit, you know? Yeah, oh, so yeah, it's yeah. like a Reddit kind yeah. of page. Called, yeah. yeah, and it's HN is like... Uh, that was made because this other, so this is like a whole, that's why it was like a movie for me. It was like, wow, it's this so much detail. And so like, you can make this into a movie and it's so interesting. Like during the guy, the filmmaker made this for like what, three or four years, this documentary. And during that time, like he had to like help someone escape from the Philippines back to the States. And like, it was so hectic. This, this documentary <laughs> was so exciting okay so this hn site was created by this kid called fred brennan or something like that anyway so this guy he's like a disabled he had a muscle um some some sickness in his muscles or no sorry bones so he was he's in a wheelchair and he can't his bones are he's like literally like um glass you know the movie with samuel jackson uh, his bones no, are like so no it, he it has bruce willis oh. it's like that's a cool that's a cool band name though glass bones, <laughs> <laughs> glass bones. your next anyway, band name will be glass bones <laughs> glass bones copyright nobody steal that <laughs> so, but um okay so this is in a, mm -hmm. in a wheelchair and he's got uh, bones made of glass yes. and so since he was young he was always on the internet and he found one day he found this website called 4chan which is a website like it was like that want advocated freedom of speech so it's anonymous and anyone can say anything on it 
And he went mm-hmm. into all these web, like boards and he was like shocked because all these people were so like, since it's anonymous, people say horrible, horrible things. And they're like, oh, like retarded people, like uh, kill everyone. And just like, oh, how to stab a girl, like how to like kill girls, whatever, whatever. And he saw this horrible stuff and especially towards disabled people, since he was disabled, he probably like searched it or something. And it was like memes after memes of people like, killing disabled people and he was just like wow this is how people really think like when people are in society they have to be polite and they're like in front of people so they're just saying nice things and he was just like everyone that's told me like you know you're cool because you're different and all of that is they're they're all lies and he just had this like he went into the rabbit hole of that like where he's just like human beings are so horrible but then he kind of got obsessed with it at the same time so he made a website called Achan for that purpose because he was I feel like I don't know if he was interested in you know why people do that or whatever but he believed in freedom of speech and he was just like had this big you know um thing where he was like yeah let's all speak freely and let's like see what happens and he was he's a very smart intelligent guy they follow him for most of the docuseries too and he, yeah. later this guy that looks like you <laughs> bought a chance so him and his father are um do like business things in different countries and he they bought this website off of that the other guy and so they started running it and that's when like and uh, that's when q started appearing after like they started running it and so everyone thought that like well, now that, you know, after this docuseries follows the, them very closely, too, and how they speak and how they act are so weird because when they fir- when the filmmaker first goes to them, they're like, oh, we don't know who this Q is. Like, we're just happy he's here because, like, he's bringing people into our website. And you know what? Like, we don't even like this website because this website takes all our money. Like, it's a lot of maintaining and we don't really get profit from that. And they were just like, you know, acting like they have nothing to do. And they were living like abroad, like in Japan and the Philippines. So it's like, yeah, we don't know American um, politics that much. Hey. Mm-hmm. Wait, so so this guy, the the son is half Japanese, half white. Yeah, white yeah. They live who and they live in the Philippines. Yeah, I don't I think he was the dad. The father moved there for business or something. So he was doing business okay, there. So- mm-hmm. So he moved in the Philippines. He he lived in the Philippines, and then the son um, lived in Japan for some reason. I... And and so this guy, this the dad, because you were uh, we we're talking about this before before the recording, uh-huh. and you said that this guy is he's racist as fuck, right? I think the so. Dad. Like he, he not racist against Asians. I don't. So I don't think. I, I wouldn't say maybe maybe he's not racist, but he is a Trump supporter. He's a big Trump supporter. But it's yeah. funny because like half the documentary, they all they do is like deny the fact that they know anything about Q and then they deny about even being interested in politics. So whenever the filmmaker's like, hey, so like, you know, what's going on with these people here? And they're like, I don't know these people. Like, oh, I'm not interested in politics. I don't know government people. Like, I don't know at all. They like play it off like they're like super dumb about all of that. And then like at the end of the series, the dad is fucking at the Capitol on that day. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, and it's so crazy because these he was such a eccentric eccentric do you say like when you're like super weird like 
Um, yeah. The dad is so, he even looks crazy. His eyebrows like point up. <laughs> he looks like a crazy person. <laughs> and he's one of those people that are like, they're both, I can see they're both intelligent. And then the son is like, I don't know, he's a super, like, he's super into anime and stuff, I feel like. And I bet he watches oh. like <laughs> hentai. <laughs> Because he's very, like, every time, like, he had scenes where he's being interviewed with, like, all these, like, anime stuff in the background, and he's wearing a kimono, and he's, like, (laughs) 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 and then at one point, he takes the filmmaker to Soapland, which is a place in Japan where naked girls lather you with bubbles with their body, or some shit. <laughs> like, where, where is so this? bland. <laughs> where, where is I'm Japan somewhere. Out. It I seemed interesting. Right. No, I was also kind of like, hmm, so bland. <laughs> like, uh, maybe it should be a, a podcast sponsored trip to so bland. We should uh, reach out to Achan. Oh, by the way, they changed their name now and it's like oh. Akun, but or some, sh- I, I don't what? even know. so this also this docuseries is like a fucking movie you should watch it it's so hard to explain (laughs) and it's just insane and these these people so it just follows that board like that website hn and what happened in that work and inside of that is also they talk about incels which are also a part of the anonymous web you know web people culture (laughs) So incels are involuntary celibates. So they are people that want to have sex, normal people, but they cannot have sex or they feel unworthy of sex or they're like, I'm too ugly or I'm too whatever. I never, and they never had sex. So they develop like a hatred and rage towards the other race or whoever, you know, they want to fuck. So that's why, you know, the shootings that, the opposite sex. Yeah, they're the opposite sex. Or, or, or the same sex, but right, okay. Right. But I think it's mostly men, like white dudes <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I swear. And it's yeah, and then when there were like um the mass shootings going on, I've a lot like a few years ago. So all of these people that did the mass shootings left. Um, what are those things that they write? Like, um, oh fuck. Oh, like like uh, suicide notes. Like suicide notes, but like yeah, manifesto, manifesto. So they oh, okay. like yeah. uploaded their manifestos on these websites like Four Chan, and so that was also a huge issue during that time because like three of them did that so they were like you know we have to shut down this website because they're giving these people that have mental issues a place to talk and where people that are like not like their anonymous people are responding to him so it's like they're not they're never gonna they're they're anonymous people on the internet that just want to talk shit so it's not like they're gonna be like hey don't do this like you're a good person don't do this it's like yeah fuck them kill everyone ah and then they would yeah. like live yeah. stream shooting people and these people, kids on the internet are like, like cheering him on like, oh shit, it's real. Oh, hey, kill everyone. Yeah. They're like, everyone thinks it's like a fucking video game or something. And these kids are so desensitized. I feel like on the internet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, this is like very scary because, it is. Um, you know, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people 
they, um, you know, it sucks because this shows, yes. So it shows how fucked up the human mind can be, the thought process, the thoughts that people have, mm -hmm. you know, in their brains. It's very uh, fucked up. But the difference, it's like, okay, it's like going to the grocery store and you see the, the meat that's there. Uh, you don't see that the fact that the thing was a fucking cow and got killed. Right. Uh, you're seeing the end product. You're like, yeah, okay. Now, these people who are saying these things and posting these things, they, uh, I think you and I, we might know some of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that, that type of shit, I'm just saying that because it's like the type of shit might be something that you would say to someone like, um, like, you know, when we, when me and you, we hang out, what the fuck? when me and you we hang out <laughs> sorry what time to wake up you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's uh 4 30 p.m trying to get the day started uh no it's like you know we'll talk trash mm. right uh but you know me and you know the context like right. where we i don't know we've bars we've whatever and we talk trash about people um however i will say that like uh, we you know i mean i will not stand any for anything that's racist or anything like that never have um but the online like the online community man it really has just allowed it to people to post anonymously and not to for whatever reason like they know they won't get a slap a punch uh anything right and they just post whatever. and and it's like nah like you know what i mean like um i don't even know what the fuck this was about but um <laughs> but uh the internet is weird the internet has created a space where literally you can be as hateful as you want and be completely anonymous. Which is also bizarre because right now with all these movements where we're trying to create more like a non-racist, you know, country. And I feel like there's so much like positivity going on on one side of the internet and then one side of the, and then one side of the internet is like how to like, rape and kill people like you know it's just like some it's just like so crazy and i think you know i just wanted to introduce these two documentaries and it, it went <laughs> really long because it's yo I, I will i will definitely check out the q and uh -huh. one and uh, I'll, I'll check out ah man yeah the woody allen one as well just because like you've seen it right and you know but but uh but um yeah and and uh but real quick i just want to mention this one thing so we were so QAnon. You were mentioning that like these guys who are um, you know, mostly white guys. Mm -hmm. That's like, oh, you can't fuck the white girls or, or whoever you want to fuck. Therefore, you have to hate them. Yeah, and so oh, the incels. So they're like, so incels. it's so crazy because that started actually. Incels started with a girl that made an online support group for people that can't date. So this girl started as a really positive note, like, I don't know why I can't get a boyfriend. Let's like start, you know, a group on this website where people support each other. It's like, no, it's okay. You're cool. Like you're pretty, you know, like, you know, a positive thing. And then that went into us. It went like on a spin and it became mostly guys that cannot fuck girls. And so they become very like angry and they talk with each other and they even have like different names for like, they don't call girls, girls. They call them like, Oh, can you hear? Hello? Oh, okay. I can. I can. No, no. I just have a point oh, okay. that I will make. After. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And so 
that like it became a whole thing where they even have a name for guys that are good looking and that fuck all the girls they call chads like they have it's a weird community and it's scary <laughs> like that's what yeah. it is no, it's, it's, it's weird and and uh, that really uh is interesting for me because um i don't you know for all the listeners i um you know i grew up in a household that was both muslim and catholic my dad being muslim my mom being catholic and at age 13, I consciously, um, you know, made a decision to be, to be, uh, to lean towards, to be Muslim, you know, like I, I said what I had to say and, you know, made a conscious decision uh, to become Muslim. And um, I would pray uh, five times a day. I would do wow. Ramadan. I would, uh, yeah, this is till age, uh, from age 13, 12, 13 till age um, 18, 19. When I went to college, when I was like, that's so crazy. Oh my God. Like, yeah, I can I never like, imagine you, know, you like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would pray five times a day, and I would, uh, I would, I would not drink. I would, I would not smoke. I would, um, but I went to college, and college obviously was very problematic because here you are in a place where everybody that can do whatever with anyone, and there's drugs and alcohol, and and then I remember where did where did you point, go to college? I went to college in Jersey at first, okay. but then I tra- transferred uh, to Boston. Okay. Yeah, and, both. Uh, yeah, I went to cities, Dr- big cities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went to Drew University in New Jersey, then I went to Northeastern University in Boston. Now I remember being, I remember struggling myself with this thing of like, dude, like you have to be like good, you have to not drink and party and have premarital sex. At the same time, I'm seeing these kids going out partying, you know, looking like they're having a good time, probably hooking up afterwards. And I I remember being like, these guys are going to hell. I remember it making oh, wow. me angry. I remember it making me angry. And that that these people, these hot women were, were out and about and being all like, you know, hoes and shit and hanging out with with guys and they're having a good time and they were drunk and it's like, dude, you're being whores. Like, that's and, not right. Um, like in your, yeah. It's not yeah. right. You know, that, that's what I was mm. thinking and that's what I was feeling. Um, but then that uh, at age 20, uh, at age 23, 20, no, no, sorry, age 21, 22, I was like, kind of like, fuck it. You know, like, they fuck it, like, fuck this. Um, I want, I, I also hated the fact that I was like, I was uh, conflicted in my mind, because I was drinking alcohol, I was smoking weed, I was having premarital sex, I had a girlfriend, and then, um, but I wanted to fuck all the other girls too, <laughs> and then, um, and I was like, what the fuck is up with this, like, it's okay, like, just, you know, um, you were confused, just, yeah, like, was, I really was, I really was, that was conflicted in my head, and uh, I, I, I will say that this confliction left when I was like, you know, maybe like, 26 20 whatever and then it really didn't leave and i really don't subscribe to a religion or anything mm. like that till i was um till i was maybe mm, a few years ago because i uh, i started doing um i took mushrooms and it has completely changed my, oh my world God, i still have to it really has. I, I can't describe it. Those who have done mushrooms in the past or psychedelics. For some people, it's acid. For some people, it's mushrooms. For me, it's mushrooms that really has 
completely wipe the slate clean from my brain, wow. but not like in a bad okay. way, more like you're still you, you're still Legina, yeah. I'm still Yusuf, but you see how externally things try, are trying to mess with you and control you and um, and how, and you can see more clearly what for you as a human being is right and wrong and what makes sense and what makes not sense, what doesn't make sense. So. I'm sorry, I went on a tirade there, but um, but uh, speaking of which, you know, like um, you know, so so that was interesting. That's when you brought up QAnon and like incels and how these guys just hate these girls because they can't have sex with them. I saw this parallel. I thought uh, about this parallel with me and, and when I was in the late teens. So this this is what like interests me so much about human minds. Like I feel like cults, religion, like all of that in a way you know, it's kind of a brainwash at one point, you know, if it's too intense and same with many ways. Yeah. And same with the QAnon is like, they were believers. It went to a point where Q could say anything and they would believe it or they would do it, which led to fucking going to the Capitol and doing that shit. So it's just, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, oh, if anyone wants to send us what they think or, you know, leave some comments. Like, I'm so interested in hearing what anyone thinks about all of this. For yeah. sure. If anybody listening, watching this video, whatever it is, you guys want to leave us your, your comments or you have questions, please send them to us. I mean, we really, we will read them, both of us. We will also answer your questions um and uh yeah please do so i mean this is one of the reasons why we we talk about things like this you know oh all and the then, links um, are below instagram youtube <laughs> Sorry. For, the listeners, for the listeners it's uh send your questions well actually yes yeah, send your questions to degenerates nymp at gmail.com yeah uh, we also have a website degenerates nymp dot com <laughs> um now uh, regina i want to switch gears a yeah. little bit and i think we should, uh we should talk about something let's let's yeah i know oh my god that bit. was so heavy i was like yeah, worried yeah. <laughs> while speaking i'm like okay it's too much rage right now let me tone this down <laughs> yeah no i i know i know but uh but yeah let's switch it up a bit and let's talk about a funny story yeah. that i that, that happened yesterday um so uh, yesterday so yesterday was friday today yeah. saturday yesterday was friday and i was at the at the store at the grocery store and um i was at the beer section just sitting there looking at the beers deciding what i wanted i couldn't make up my mind i really was there for like a good 10 <laughs> minutes standing uh-huh. by the beer yeah when i hear a dude and he's like walking towards me i hear him he goes he goes ah you like IPAs? <laughs> and then, <laughs> What's with the tone? Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly how he was sounded. He like, like French well, or something? Well, you know what? I think he was foreign Ooh, because okay. he didn't even say IPA. He said, you like IPAs? Oh, what? Ipas. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, you mean IPAs? <laughs> he was like, and he, but he sounded American. He was like, yeah. He's like, and I, was, and I was like, dude, I knew instantly what was happening. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Just, just before that, like, okay, well, I want to go back to the IPAs because this is so crazy. So he wasn't like, oh, is that how you say it, IPA or anything? He was just like, this is my way of saying it. 
Does anyone say yeah. that? Like, is that a thing in different countries? You know, I, I never heard that. Never. I mean, never. I've said that like jokingly. You know, like being like, ah, oh. Kipas, like <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe he was trying be to be funny? all joking. Like you think? Yeah, be all funny. It's like, oh, you like Ipas? And I was like, huh? <laughs> and I look, and he comes over, and he goes, comes over this way, and I'm just like. Oh, um, IPAs. Um, I, and then, dude, I knew, I knew. And I was like, I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't like, I'm not looking in for IPAs. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, what beers, what beer, what kind of beers do you like? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I guess I was like, he's like, um, uh, I was like, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm looking for today. And it's like, what about, I think I asked him, like, what about you? Like, I was like, what beer, what beer do you like? Do you drink beer or some shit like that? And he was like, well, I don't know what I'm getting. I mean, can you recommend me anything? And then, and then, dude, I looked at this guy and, you know, he looked like, um, picture Zac Efron if he was like a mix of like white and maybe like South American, like darker skin. Oh, wow. Surfer, surfer hair, kind of like, like, like to this, yeah. you know. No, he, oh, he wasn't shit. a bad looking guy at all. He wasn't like he looked like a surfer kind he of guy. He was like Latino you know? Jack Zach Efron. <laughs> yeah, Latino Zach That's Efron. amazing. Um, like what the fuck? And, 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 he had, and, he, <laughs> and he had this look in his eyes, this this look, this fiery, this fiery look in his eyes, like like he was just like holding back on something, man. And I was just like, and I was like, oh, he's like, Well, what do you recommend for me? And I'm like, Well, what beer do you like? And then he's like, well, I don't know. You, you, you know, you recommend me something. Oh my God. And I was like, flirty back and forth. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, this IP is really good. And I pointed to uh, Voodoo Ranger. It's the first thing that I could think of. <laughs> of course. I was like, Voodoo Ranger. This one right here is really good. You should probably take that one. And he's like, I'll take your word for it. You know, I hope it's good. Wow. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay. But I, but also I was being very standoffish, yeah, yeah. like, get the fuck away from me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he just took that beer and he left. And then I ended up taking, actually, I ended up taking an IPA, which is Ipa. this thing right here. Una Ipa. Una Ipa. Yeah. Una Ipa. And then, and then I was just like, I was like, I got to get out of here. And I just went to the store, uh, went to the, right. And I saw him at, down the hallway, oh. like walking towards the registers. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then I went and I paid for it. And I, boom, you know, I left, but, um, that's so weird, man. I mean, as a guy, this happens to me, like very rarely, very rarely. I mean, it will happen, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, but as a girl, I am sure it happens a lot. Well, New York City definitely, you know, it's not not because I I honestly like personally for me I don't think it's because I'm like so like good looking or anything, but I think it just people just out of habit men in New York City out of habit if they're like single or if they're even if they're not they like try to get numbers from girls <laughs> anywhere I feel like and yeah it does happen but um, no before that I was gonna ask you um. So how do you differentiate if someone is being just friendly and someone is actually trying to hit on you? I don't know, but like I knew, <laughs> I knew yesterday. Like deep down yeah. inside. 
from the moment I heard his voice and like the way, cause he was walking and talking to me and he started talking as he was walking. And if it was my friend, like a dude I know, ah, no problem. But this guy, but also the funny thing is, and okay, you want to hear a funny part too? There was a girl there and I was, uh, and I was, and she was there like kind of, I think she had a list and she was going, she was preparing for a party and she was just taking beers. And I was like, I should probably talk to this chick. Of course I didn't because I didn't, you know, I didn't have the Why fucking not? balls, okay. which is some, which is something I got to work <laughs> on. Right. And then, and then she got her beers and she walked away. And as soon after she walked away, two seconds later, that's <laughs> when I heard, ah, you like Ipa's? And I was like, oh my oh, God, oh, I oh, love God. that so much though. <laughs> You're writing down, <laughs> you like Ipa's? <laughs> and I was like, IPAs? You mean IPAs? And he's like, yeah. And then, and then, and then he was like, you like Ipa's? And I was like, no, I'm not, I don't really like them. That's like, I knew right away. I was like, trying to like, Get the fuck right, away right. from me, dude. And then, um, but, um, wait, what was your question? Oh, how do we differentiate? So, no, actually, okay, this is like kind of an answer also to your question. Well, not question, but like you were like, oh, you as a girl, like, you know, get, um, so, dude. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, what? I got lost. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, you were saying how you differentiate between someone just coming up to you and being, Right. Um, and someone trying to pick yeah. you up. Right. So for me, I just knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you do. You like, always do have that feeling like, oh no, this is going to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, certainly. Yeah, it's so weird because I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, this hasn't happened to me in like years. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, good. A right? guy coming up to you? <laughs> But I get, you know what? One more thing is like, I guess guys don't really talk to guys standing like that. Because girls will talk to girls just like random things, you know, even if it's just like, like we're looking at the same fruit or something. It's like, why are they all bad? Like, right. Like, you know, it's just like really random, you know, small talk. We don't feel like Uh weirded out with each other by doing that. But I guess like guys is for guys. It's a little different. I guess so. But on that note, actually, so I was thinking about mm-hmm. this and I was like, this would make a great conversation topic. Um, you as a girl have, have what um, do you have advice for guys as a girl who has been hit on at the store, you know, um, walking down the street at the coffee shop outside of a bar situation? Right. What advice would you give to a guy who is trying to who is looking to hit on a girl that finds attractive at a store? um at a store like anywhere outside of a bar funny thing is like like off the top of my head i think i remember like three scenes in different movies or series where people meet in a grocery store and it's always starts with like a really random situation like it's never like oh hi like what are you doing no it's like this person is having his, his own like conversation like you know, like the Apple thing, or, you know, you, you pick up something like, oh, I really like this, or it's never, it's never like, hey, hi, like, hi, like, I'm really going to go talk to you. It's kind of like, oh, I'm talking to the person who happens to be next to me. Oh, and then she happens to be an attractive person or, you know. I see. So oh. it's like, if you're looking, like, for example, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm looking at an Apple, and I'm, I'm comparing two apples, and I'm yeah. like, 
hey, uh, lady, um, do you, do you, which one, do you, you know, know how to pick? Better? Yeah. Do you know how to pick apples? Yeah. Is, it, is it the green one or is it the red one? Yeah, exactly. Like a more like, uh, well, this is also TV and movies. I'm saying. And like the one I remember most is like, um, uh, he's just not that into you movie. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson and Bradley Cooper meet in a supermarket and because she wins an award for being like the hundredth customer or something, you know, that type of shit, like a oh, hundredth customer of today, you win a uh, this. And Bradley Cooper happened to like give her, like let her go first. And that's why she won that. And then they started like talking. So things like, like random, you know, events that happen that lead to talking. But I think you have to make those events happen because it's always creepy when, I'm like here and I see a guy in the corner of my eye walking towards me. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to talk to me. Ah. And then he goes like, hey, you here by yourself? Beautiful. Like things like that. And I'm like, Ugh. wow. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Ew. I'm like, go away. <laughs> That's too funny, man. Um, like- <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. So hold on. So let's see if I get this straight for the guy listeners out there or girls, whatever. Um, if so started out being like ask advice uh about something that you're looking at but really make it seem like you are actually trying to figure that out and then so so to get their engagement involved you know to get them involved but then but then once you get their uh, involvement um obviously then you can engage them in a more like oh okay so what are you doing here right right or, 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 or just you know keep talking normally about stuff yeah um at what point does a girl know that she's being picked up do you can you tell i mean one is when someone's like hey beautiful <laughs> it comes up and then, um yeah when you're like having a normal conversation i guess if it continues you know but also it should like yeah. i think it should be um like organic you know like you know the girl has to actually enjoy the conversation too not like feel awkward why is this guy like following me and keep talking? Like, you know. But also, yeah, like, yeah. okay, everyone except for you, Yusef. I think if someone looks like a Latino Zac Efron and comes to talk to me, <laughs> anyone would be like, "Oh wow!" Like, uh, let me I keep talking you, to him. <laughs> I am telling you, this guy was like a Latino Zac. That I is swear to God, so super, crazy. You should meet him again and then become friends. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll be like, hi, Mr. Eva. I have a friend that I can introduce who wants to meet you. And, and she's actually a bartender and she will tell you all about Eva. Eva's, <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, yeah. That's too funny. Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, but I'm going to say good Eva's there. From now on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't um, know. Um, I guess now, since the places are all opening up and stuff and vaccines, I guess that'll happen more, you know, everywhere. And yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And also, you know what? Like, I've heard, like, I've only lived in my adult life in New York right now for like six, seven years. So New York people are so good at that, just randomly starting like start a conversation even if you're not into the person you know and like sometimes like i i love this brand um asshole loves lives forever assholes live forever what the fuck (laughs) assholes live forever (laughs) 
and mm-hmm. I have like a lot of hoodies and a lot of people talk to me because of that too even like people are like oh hey I really like that brand like or oh that's hilarious like I have a little bag that says full of shit and everyone's like ah, I like your bag <laughs> and then that could like if you want the conversation to go further like you could always go where did you buy that like oh I really want to buy that like oh whatever you know anything could start mm, okay. so, so so talk about something that the person that you are interested in has whether it's but you have to genuinely at least for me yeah. I have to genuinely like what they're wearing oh, of course. genuine like you know what i mean um that's a cool thing so two things for the listeners out there two things a start a game show thing or like ask game advice for like, like yeah like which one's better which avocado is better this avocado <laughs> or this avocado what do you think that's one number two if you see something that uh you like the girl wearing like you're wearing that bag that said something cool assholes live forever then uh, comment on that and then be like oh i like that yeah i mean whatever is like naturally you know you don't feel awkward you're not creepy like oh you're uh beautiful oh, you look good today like, you know but definitely don't say you're beautiful <laughs> but here's a here's a here's a thing and has this happened to you if you do like a guy you see you're at the store i know you won't do this now because you're in a relationship i'm just saying when you were single if you liked a guy and then uh would you try to get closer to him so that like he would talk to you oh has that ever happened um i have never done that but that i feel like that happens at bars you know like same thing you know like even at bars you're like oh you're like eyeing someone that's like cute or something you would like to order a drink go next to him and to order the drink or whatever i guess okay because okay so that this happened mm-hmm. to me the last in the summer during COVID, uh, August, I think, or July, there was a girl and she was at the vegetable area and I was there and, uh, for two things, man, she came right up next to me. Hmm. We were the only ones in the section. One of them was the avocados. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then, and I noticed her, I like, she had a tattoo and I was like, oh, this chick looks cool. And then I went up to another section, same vegetable section, but I went, she again went next to the same section hmm. and at that point i was like dude why is this chick like why is this chick like she can go everywhere she wants <laughs> like there's, there's so much well, space okay. she's like carving my space right here <laughs> and then after when i was in my car i was like god damn it like she maybe wanted me to talk. like you could have a lot of people would have used that opportunity to do that <laughs> oh okay i think you have to like get that as a habit like you know make it a habit more <laughs> like right yeah yeah because yeah, some people it's just like you can tell the people that are not used like someone that's like normally doesn't talk to someone and they're like really trying like oh this guy like really wants to talk to me right now you can tell what those people and then you can tell the people that are fucking smooth and they're just like can start a conversation out of like thin air and girls are not threatened by it at all and they're like oh that's funny and they start talking like i i start a conversation out of thin air no problem (laughs) But 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 when I think too much about it, when it's like oh an attractive right. girl, ah uh, uh, I stall, I stop, I you know what I mean that that that's my thing that I gotta do. So 
Yeah. You okay? Maybe get you like I feel like you can. This is also I'm like super bad at that. I'm like I don't like talking to people that I don't know, and so I don't really start conversations like when I'm by myself anywhere. But yeah. um, I think if you get into the habit of it, it gets easier. Yeah. Okay. You just start like even okay. if it's not really like not to hit on this girl, just starting random conversations, and then you leave. And then that makes it like this girl might be like, "Ew, is he trying to be creepy?" Oh, he was just being talkative, or you know. <laughs> and then that okay. like becomes okay. a habit where you can just like be natural when you're you know talking to someone. I don't know. Okay, that sounds good. I'm actually going to try this this week. I'm actually <laughs> going. I, I really like that suggestion about asking them for advice, like, "Hey, which avocado is better?" Right, right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's easy. Because I, then you can just make it about the other. If you, if you gauge their energy and you can say like, they're like that one and they like leave. Okay. No problem. I'm, I'm buying avocados. Like I was never trying to talk. Right. To Yo, like, uh, okay. The know. more opportunities you make, you make one might be an actual good, like, you know, person you actually like, you know, like don't yeah. think of it as opportunities yeah. or like, I'm trying to get a girl just like, you know, think of it as like, I'm being friendly and just, you know, want like talk to people, get more into the habit of talking to people. Yo. Sounds good. Well, on that note of uh, being friendly, <laughs> I started. Also, okay. Also, this is not in any means like professional <laughs> advice. <laughs> no, but it, but no, but coming from from you, you know, someone who, I mean, you told me straight up, like if a guy comes up to you, oh, hey, beautiful, how's your day going? That's Ew. not gonna work. <laughs> But if you're like, hey, uh, someone's like, hey, man, I'm trying. Which beer is better, uh, this Stella Artois or this fucking? Yeah, okay, that seat, guy, you know? Zach Efron, did a very good job. Honestly, that's like, he did. yeah, it just well, he didn't. Was like, you weren't. That's not what you liked. <laughs> if a girl did yeah, that, yeah, imagine, yeah. Okay, if a girl yeah. did that, you would have been extensively explaining all the beers. <laughs> well. Yes, but at the same time, I would have been like, "Why is this girl talking to me?" Usually, it's the guys that talk to girls. Um, you know, it's something. Oh my god! Why? Why? why would you think that? <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely engage. I'd be like, "Oh, this is the best beer ever. You gotta drink right, this you one." You gotta like you know? open. I think everyone has to open their mind that there are so many different people in this world that, like, <laughs> you know, you're like. That's true. That's no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Um, you know, um, absolutely. I would have definitely reacted dif- differently. Right. Um, were it, uh, were it, were it, were it, um, you know, um, Stacy uh, Efron. You know what I mean? Like, I would have totally reacted <laughs> differently instead of Zach Efron. <laughs> I mean, Efron. I would have reacted the same. <laughs> you know. That that that's awesome. <laughs> like, you know, you. Got, you you know, you, you're playing both. It's like you have, so you basically, the world is your fucking oyster. <laughs> it literally is. You know? <laughs> oh. but, uh, but anyways, um, cool. Well, on that note, I think, uh, I think we've gone on for, I think a little bit over an yeah. hour. So um, it's time to wrap up. You know, I think that, um, I think we had a good one today. Uh, we discussed a lot of cool things. Yeah. Uh, and you know, any uh, check out 
check out our website, guys. Um, anybody listening, thank you for listening. We have a website. It's called DegeneratesNYMP.com. We also have an email, which is the same thing, DegeneratesNYMP at gmail.com. Instagram, Please YouTube. <laughs> We have Instagram, we have YouTube. Those links are there on our, our website. If you have any questions, you have any suggestions, you, you know, hit us up. We have an email, send us an email. We also, if you go to the website, NYDegenerousNYMP.com, there's a thing for like a little, you can send us an email there. So please. Yeah, no, for reals, I'm very, very interested about what people think about all the things we talked about today. And even hitting on people in random places. If you have better suggestions <laughs> for Yusef <laughs> to try out, he's going to be our guinea pig, date, dating guinea pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, since I cannot do that anymore, you're going to have to do all the experiments. <laughs> I will take one for the team. One, you, like, one I'm a great team. wing woman, though, by the way. That <laughs> I'm really good at going to girls to talk to to bring over to like for my guy friends <laughs> yeah oh man all right cool. awesome awesome <laughs> well all right well uh, yeah you know on that note thank you everyone for watching for listening um subscribe to our channel and um yeah we will see you next week we do these once a week once a week we do these so thanks degenerates yeah thanks degenerates keep it Keep it cool. Stay drunk. Stay high. Bye.